Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we're back. We are back, William. How are you? Doing pretty good. Just uh, keeping it moving on the, the teaching front and um, also trying to get some of these these production things done. Ah. Uh, I got, yeah, I got some commercial music stuff I'm working on. So. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I might have to talk to you about a jingle because I okay. have something that I might be needing a jingle. <laughs> that's that's or, doable. Yeah. So what's yeah, on yeah, tap is... today? What what are we what are we digging into? Uh, we're digging into something um, everybody needs to be doing, and even for the beginners and people that are still still trucking, uh, mm-hmm. it's just about getting. Well, for the beginners, it's about getting started and building a following. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Building a following. Yes, that is critical. It is it is critical. And I actually was just, just literally in my head <laughs> thinking <laughs> about how the difference in building a following as a musician versus as a business owner versus because, yeah, I'm facing a little bit of that myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's not really as challenging as people think. Uh, it just takes consistency. Right. And I think, um, you know, this is what, like I said, this is something that beginners need to do. But people that are already doing need to continue to uh, absolutely keep doing on their on their end. So Mm. um, but before we jump in, I want to give the music tip for today. And this goes along the lines of getting your following. You can use Vista print and club flyers to help you to get great flyers and printed materials to help promote your business. Yep. Vistaprint. I'm very familiar with Vistaprint. They're pretty quick and easy. And have you done a lot of Vistaprint or is that just, yeah, I've actually done both. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But Vistaprint I've done um, many times uh, just for business cards, uh, but posters and flyers, they're, they're really good at all of that. It's really um, pretty economical. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't use them for uh, checks <laughs> if you're trying to print oh. your checks. Uh, I would go to uh, something like Deluxe if you're trying to um, print print checks and things that need real, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that are connected to your bank accounts and type stuff like that. But right, Vistaprint, right. I would definitely use them for promotional items, uh, really cost effective and, you know, it's really helpful. Yeah. Yep. I have definitely used Vistaprint. I haven't used Vistaprint in a minute. I keep seeing, though, their um, commercials and stuff. I'm like, I need to revisit. But I I kind of have a, I got an inside job. (laughs) 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 I have an inside job. So, but yes, but Vistaprint is definitely, if you are trying to shop around and kind of figure out, you know, what is, you know, what's particularly in terms of cost. I know their quality is good every time I've used mm-hmm. Vistaprint. Um, but yeah, they, they are a definite option. I want to make a correction on our last podcast. We I said DocuSign um, had a library of contracts. That is not correct. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of LawDepot.com. Mm, okay. And that's, 
that's another uh, site if you are looking for um, contracts and trying to figure out how to write a contract. They actually have them already, you know, stock contracts. And all you got to do is put in the name and they actually make it really easy. You can just put in the, the name and the, uh, of the, of the parties on the contract and, and change a couple of details and bam, it's right there for you. So, nice. um, that was the, the correction from last time. Mm-hmm. So our podcast for today, mm-hmm. getting started building and building a following. Mm-hmm. How would you do that? Kenya? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> how have I done it? You mean, or <laughs> how did I yeah, do well, it? <laughs> how did you do it? And then as you talk to your clients and tell people, you know, how yeah. do you get started doing this? Oh boy. So we're talking about, are you talking about a following just in general or a social media following or fans? Let's, let's be specific. So I don't have okay. to tell my long winded <laughs> story. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll segment it. We'll, we'll okay. go in and segment it. Um, well, let's start. Uh, I had up front my ideas about getting a following uh, before you even segment your audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to come up with a compelling idea about your music. You want right. to basically brand yours. Come up, come up with your brand. What does your brand mean? What is mm-hmm. it about? Uh, you can't just say your name and then expect people to, to actually say, <laughs> Wow, right. I need to go see them. No, oh, it has God. to be, uh, yeah. you know, it has to be, uh, you know, meaningful. There's got to be something behind it. Yep. Um, you know, and, and I gave I'm giving an analogy of something like uh, if you want to connect it to uh, working out, you know, your music is great to work out to or your mm-hmm. music is perfect for riding a horse. <laughs> I mean, it could be very specific, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, uh, well, know. I didn't. Yeah, I'm glad I, my music isn't good for horseback riding. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, well, following is kind of interesting in this day and age that because we are just so technologically driven. So the digital age is here to stay for a good while. Um, I think at least for our lifetime. Um, I do think you have to think of your following in terms of um, social media. Mm-hmm. And how that translates. Okay. And so how I, you know, when I was starting with my artistry, social media was just starting <clears throat> to pick up. So there was no Instagram when I started, I don't believe. Right. Um, there was Facebook and there was Twitter. And so, um, and then there was the good old little MySpace I don't know if anybody remembers that, but um, yeah, uh, <laughs> but I, I say MySpace. Fa- my I, I say MySpace <laughs> though because what happened with MySpace? MySpace actually, I was just a fan on my face, MySpace. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like trying to be an artist on there because I wasn't doing it then yet. But what was cool was I had connected with a lot of people who were into music on MySpace. So once I did become an artist, all those people that I was starting to get connected to and exchanging emails with and getting to know, then right. could then follow, you know. So it was actually, MySpace became relevant to a certain degree. Um, and it also prepared me, at least, of how to technologically manipulate profiles and 
you know, all of that, like put images mm-hmm. up and music to, you know, that was, I didn't even know that I was practicing to become <laughs> my own promoter, but you know, it, it kind of gave that space. So that was, that's, but you know, how I got started was extremely organic because again, I didn't at the time necessarily know that this was going to be, you know, my full-time gig. I was doing it part-time. I really was just trying to, um, get my friends <laughs> to know that, um, mm-hmm. okay, just be ready. I'm about to do something really different in my life because I was a physical therapist and I was in higher education as a, um, instructor and administrator and all of that. So I knew this was going to be a really big, a, a very different thing than most people that I had met, at least in that past 10 years, <laughs> in that past decade, right, right. they were not going to know me as that. My friends from high school, from college, they already knew, you know, that I sing and all of that. So it wasn't. So I just kind of started off with an announcement. And I say that definitely for those who are beginning. And I tell my clients, um, an art beginning artist, and I maybe even not just beginning, have a really tough time, I think, promoting themselves. Um, right, and right. promotion of yourself is how you're going to get <laughs> followers. You cannot get followers, like Will just said, putting your name out there. Like that just doesn't, it just doesn't do it. You might get some. So, um, so I, so I, so number one, announce. <laughs> announce to those people who you already know who your friends your family the random stranger let them know this is where you're going and and the way that i let them know was through uh facebook um i did a blog post and i um i did the blog post on i used to have a blog spot page or whatever Mm blogspot.com or something and then i did a post on facebook and said all right guys my leap of faith moment. Here I go. And that kind of initiated getting people tuned in. Um, and from there it just became kind of this organically, you know, steady thing. I didn't really see much movement, you know, I didn't have a fan page, um, automatically. Um, but I got people at least to look at me a little bit differently to understand that I was about to go in a certain direction. Um, And so I do think you need to inform people, first of all, that this is what you do (laughs) and Uh this is what you're trying to do. That is incredibly, incredibly important. And a lot of people do not do that. A lot of people just start posting a song and it's like, wait, I thought you worked at you know, Kroger, you know, I mean, so, so you, yeah, to- <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think what, what you're, what you're addressing actually is something that uh, people actually do plan in marketing. You have to yeah. uh, rev up your marketing yes. plan yes. Uh, before you do anything and, and you prep your audience. And so yes. uh, your initial audience is going to be your friends and family. Yep. And, and that's going to be the start of where you're going to catch your followers. Um, Everybody, uh, even though they might not admit it, is has that herd mentality. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If there are people going towards something, most other people say, oh, well, this must be important. So let me go to. Mm-hmm. And it's you have to get that initial following. And the best way to do it is to get your friends and family. Mm-hmm. And and by prepping your friends and family, giving them a lead time uh, right. to let them know that you're doing you can walk them through the process. They'll feel a part of it. Right. They'll share it during the family reunion. I mean, right. it'll be- <laughs> and it's gonna, you know, and I think artists struggle with that attention. 
right. that level of attention. Because I think most people who are really trying to be artists for the art form aren't really doing it necessarily for the uh, attention. And and not to say that you don't want a certain amount of attention, because obviously you want your music to be heard. But I think the average, you know, most people who are trying to, to put their effort is because they have this strong passion and, and you know, inside and they want to be able to get it out. And they don't, don't necessarily want you know, to be having grandma, you know, say everybody at the reunion, stop and let's look at and listen to, <laughs> right, right, to right. Betty Betsy, you know, sing baby Betsy. But anyway, I, so, but you do, you got to do that and you've got to really, you, you know, one of the things I try to do with clients is coach them through that mental anxiety, that space, because that I, I actually am about to do, I think a, a video um, talk or whatever on, um, you know, artist blocks and how we're our biggest, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're our mm-hmm. biggest, biggest yeah, blocks. Well, we're our biggest We blocks. are the obstacles that we, 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 we have to get out of the way. You know, the we blessings are always pouring down. We just have always, to get out of the way. Always. So, so that was how I kind of start now for that mid-level, um, you know, where let's say you've been doing it for a minute and, you know, you've gotten maybe your a thousand, you know, you were able to get up to that or maybe 500 or, you know, you were able to kind of get to those, that kind of milestone number in terms of actual numbers of followers, um, families aware, you know, things like that. But you're feeling a little stagnant. Um, and that's what happened to me. I started feeling a little stagnant. I felt like um, a little bit like I was entering, I call it Groundhog Day, where I'm kind of just waking up <laughs> doing the same thing. And I'm, and I knew inside it could be bigger. It could be more. I could reach a bigger audience. I could have more followers than what I was having. Um, and so if you were at that stage of your artistry and let's say you were able to, you know, get some people going, but you're feeling stagnant. Um, for me, I had to reevaluate my brand. I had to reevaluate my sound, my, my, my music, um, and when I say reevaluate, that doesn't mean I just switched and changed. That's not what happened. I just had to look at what products do I have available? Does this really represent who I am today now mm-hmm. as an artist? Um, could I be more? Could I do more? Do I want more? Um, and I had those kind of hard talks with myself because at that time I was still working um, and trying to still do this kind of on the side, but it was becoming, I wasn't liking, I was getting really uncomfortable, um, everywhere. I wasn't feeling like I was being able to do my best as an artist and I wasn't feeling like I was being my best at work. So I had to really sit down. And so I say that, you know, encouraging those artists who are in that part, um, I call it the itchy. It's like this itchy, like, uh. um, because that when you get there, that's really cool. That's a, actually an awesome space to be because that's a breakthrough. That's a that's an opportunity moment. That is a next level tapping on your door universe, pushing you moment. Um, the, the issue becomes, will you respond? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. And this will impact your followers, because if you respond and you reevaluate and you now elevate your brand, elevate your product, elevate how, then that's going to elevate your numbers of people and those who are paying attention. That herd mentality is going to come on board more because you've elevated more. Um, and elevate more means then your marketing and your the way that you um, are coming out. So what I ended up doing was I, I actually released a whole single, a new single. I went into real serious production mode and I, I, 
I considered that single like a commercial. Um, I mm-hmm. didn't expect to just get a whole bunch of downloads necessarily. What I wanted to do was to reintroduce myself to um, my family, <clears throat> to my friends. And I wanted people to, because I think it, I felt like it was starting to get like people just thought this was just this little hobby that, you know, little baby Kenya likes right, to right. do. <laughs> and so people weren't tapping into it, I don't think, seriously. Like they just saw it as my... You know, it's my little, just little thing I have. Um, and that's not how I was seeing it. I'm like, no, I want to do this. Like, this is, I need to get paid to do this. Like, I need to make this serious. <laughs> so I got serious and went, you know, and I had to then therefore invest. Um, yep. And so I came up with a budget and I was able to save some dollars. And um, I did, I went and got a song. Uh, remixed and um, worked. That's, I've told this story before, but worked with a producer who got it kind of moving and did a video that was probably to me one of my best um, official mm-hmm. music videos. Um, it was incredibly visually, it was very on par. Like, I, even if I say so myself, and I say that because I paid a nice little budget for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I went to LA. I got some, you know, really a dynamic, you know, director who still directs you know, my videos and we, we, and I told him I'm trying to get to the next level. So I don't want you to do this video all, you know, just half, half assed. <laughs> like I want you to be like, I need you to get your good people on this team. Like I need, right, you know, right. I need your good editors on this and I will pay it and I will do what I need to do because I'm trying to elevate the game. And it did it. It, it really, it really did it. And I was very focused. I, I started paying for Facebook ads at that point to get people to start following more. Um, I started, um, when I started introducing things, I was no longer like just, Oh, can you, it was, it was pretty straightforward. Um, I did a whole event on Facebook, uh, to, to actually release the video so that I invited, it became like an event, an online Mm -hmm. event. And so people really were like, Whoa, you know, and it really, it did, it elevated and it kept eyes, eyes it's when people actually saw me differently i think i even did a party at home um where i invited close friends um to watch the video before it was officially released and i Mm -hmm. talked to them and told them this is i need you guys to understand what i'm really doing i don't want you just to think this is just a thing so that's that's something to think about took yourself seriously i absolutely did i absolutely did you treated it as it was something important and you gave it the respect and attention and care that it needed. Yeah, right. And that automatically sets a certain pace then for people to get on board. Yep. <laughs> That's how, because people, you know. People respond to that. They respond to that. You think about yourself. Like, just think about how you respond to wanting to be a fan of something or liking something or wanting to really get involved in something. It, it's not because it's half-assed, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> usually that's not the one you're going to go to. It's right. going to go towards something that's really appealing you in some kind of specific, you know, way. So it's done absolutely. professionally. It's yep. done, you know, with, with attention to detail. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really what it's all about. It's, it's putting your best professional foot forward and and presenting your your work like you want people to receive it as as a professional thing so uh i'm I'm gonna add um uh for my myself starting out it i was even pre pre 
pre-MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm like, I was uh, the in the old school. dinosaurs used to yeah. walk by the yard. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, I was handing flyers out to T-Rexes and Triceratops. <laughs> Uh, that's that's how I, we had to roll back then. It's like I had a, um, a sheet of paper with with a you know, and, and it wasn't just like put your name down. I had like uh, <laughs> you know, um, Excel spreadsheet uh, with the, the, my logo on the page. The whole I mean, I presented it professionally, but I would go to my gigs. I would get people's email. Yes, we did have email back then, so I'd get people's emails and and phone numbers and stuff like that. And we you know, I would sell CDs at shows, mm-hmm. and that's how I built my email list. And, uh, you know, and, and it got a nice little following. I had over a thousand, uh, emails and contacts. So, uh, and I was able to sell, uh, most of my first print of my first CD. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it was, it was good, you know, and then mm-hmm. I just built off of that. And, and after a while, you know, you get a big, bigger following. So, uh, what, what I want to, what I want to stress though, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's something going back to the horseback riding, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes. It's uh you, you want to um you want to come up with an an idea about who you are and uh, and if if it's and this actually will help you if you have problems um with attention, you know, people focusing on you. You mm-hmm. can a- attach yourself to an idea or a cause or something else and that will um embolden you to probably support the cause more and you think you're doing it for something else. Cause that's what I, I see. I, I see people having or struggling with is like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this for myself and they have a problem mm-hmm. with doing something for themselves. Yeah. Um, they don't yeah. think they're worth that, you know, it's so, oh, well, see, yeah, that, you know, that sends me down another, <laughs> that sends me down another road because yeah. that self worth, man. I mean, we'll go ahead and finish, finish your points, but uh, we <laughs> gotta still incorporate self worth. But go we're, ahead, we're yes. gonna do old podcast on self worth. <laughs> yes, but, uh, Jesus, please. But that's that's sort of where I'm I'm trying to uh, you know guide people away from you know having problems with because it's. Uh, if you have, if you associate, but also this is very useful in your marketing Yeah, because what, what you can now do is you can target people who are going back to horseback riding, people who have horseback riding, you know, businesses, you can do people who love horses. You can do all these, this marketing thing with your music and it seems totally unrelated, but actually it's, it's very successful and it's actually mm-hmm. in the e-commerce world. That's what people are doing. Um, yeah. you know, you talk, you tag yourself, you find a niche of something that people are passionate about and interested in, and then you sort of attach yourself to that niche and then you become part of that, uh, the thing that people are attracted to. You are, so. you know, I think that that I, I was teasing with the horsebacking, but that, but you are 3000% right. I, there is actually an artist that, um, I'm. I was just kind of in discussions about some branding things and how to kind of get her to the next level. And um, it's sounding like she has a very unique, niche kind of space. And, and one of the things we were saying, the kind of music she does is very, she was actually just invited to uh, perform. She's in Harpist and mm. was invited to play for Deepak Chopra's uh, mm. like conference. And I'm like, whoa, 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 you know, that's a huge yeah. deal. And, huge. you know, and she's kind of wanting to maybe go maybe in another kind of lane of music, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's, 
let's think about this for a minute because <laughs> the market of spirituality and, you know, Oprah is making that whole mind, body, soul, just her alone. I mean, mm-hmm. and then you have your Deepaks and you have your Eckhart Tolle's and you have all of these people who have huge, massive followings. And if your music is tied to that, you provide the meditative space, you know, for this, mm-hmm. you provide, you know, oh my God, that's, you know, that's huge. So if you have that style of music that, you know, lends itself to that, um, you know, absolutely. Or, or any other kind of brand or any other kind of, like you said, e-commerce or whatever. That is just yet, an, it's not to say that that's all you do, but that's an absolute, can be an absolute part of, of your following. Um, and that, yeah, and that can yeah. actually, you, you can find a lot of other opportunities. Um, of course, online is always going to be one of your best marketing tools because there's about two, two billion people on Facebook. So you will right. always find some marketing um, avenues through that. But in, right. Instagram, of course, all, all the social media, but going to events um, yeah. and actually playing at events. And then, you know, you can even play at the events for free and then just sell your CDs. Uh right. It's just associating yourself with with recognized and well respected brands that right. will that will catapult your business to to different levels. I mean, right. instead of you just going out by yourself and trying to get a gig, right? Yep. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's it's very multifaceted in terms of you know getting followings up. One of the things also to I was going to mention that I did and I think was very helpful and I think artists have to really do this. Um, I was kind of trucking along in the beginning with just using Facebook or just using, um, I had reverb nation at that point, which allows you to kind of have a profile page. Almost, it feels like almost having your own website because you can Mm -hmm. give a URL and all of that. But there were limitations and it, it didn't say KenyaMJMusic.com. It said ReverbNation.com slash KenyaMJMusic. So one of the, when I did that song that I with the video and all that, I also launched my own website with my own domain at that point. Um, and so that's also a space, obviously, if you have a website, you can now really focus on, at least on the digital side, you know, of what your brand is. You can literally now say this singer, you know, Kenya is a blah, 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 who, you know, soothes souls with the la la. You know I mean? So you can really, you know, and so if you don't have a website, I'm not saying to run, I don't think a website is necessary the day you decide you want to sing or play an instrument. Like that's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not the case. But yeah, you, use those other tools like, like yeah. Reverb Nation and all those other things. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that'll help build your following too. Reverb Nation actually is a really good space to help build um, you're following. And that, that helped me a lot. Um, and so once I got my website though, it really did, it, it shifted things in a whole nother direction. Now I will say, I was thinking about this literally, this is so funny that you picked this topic (laughs) to to do because I literally was this morning thinking about, I, I remember when I re, uh, was, when I first was releasing my album, my own skin, which was the most recent big project I did. Um, I, I, ha- I hadn't even released the album yet, but I had released um, a second single. And, and I admit, I did get a really good response, particularly internationally. And again, that was very strategic and all of that. But I didn't, it was really, I was like, what's going on? Because every day after like this week that I had released it, I was getting anywhere from a minimum of 50 to 60 friend requests a day from Facebook. Wow. 
I have no freaking idea what <laughs> something my name that did. Something clicked. I have I something clicked, and I wish and I feel so horrible because I'm like, what did I do? Like, what did what was it? Did it play somewhere? What happened? And it happened because I was at like you know Facebook only allows you on your personal page to have five thousand. Right, right. Friends. And so I was probably at, I don't know, 2000 or, you know, something, something pretty, you know, substantial. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. substantial for Facebook. I, and when you start getting requests, 50 to 60 people a day. And at the time, I wasn't savvy enough. I mean, I didn't, I was just like, oh, day. Oh, okay. Let me, let me go. Yes, yes. You can be a friend too. You can be a friend too. You can mm-hmm. be a friend too. Because I was like, <laughs> I need these followers. I need these followers, which is good. Yes. But I like maxed out within, I don't know, it was like two or three months. Like it was, it was very bizarre. It steadily was happening. Steadily. I was Mm -hmm. getting, and I honestly don't know what, (laughs) something (laughs) got triggered. Something got triggered on Facebook. I'm not sure what it was. Well, I could probably tell you what it was. Okay. What was it, Will? Um, Tell me, please. There is, Facebook has its own artificial intelligence and it's called their Pixel. And the Facebook pixel um, is something that is is attached to your account. And once it has enough data to uh, to work with, it will actually send your ads to the right people. It will find out who who are the exact right people who will want to follow you or or respond to your ad. And Mm. once uh, once that data clicks in. And Facebook knows how to use knows how to use it. Bam! It's you'll start getting all of the uh, the friends and people whoever you, you're advertising to. They'll they'll want to connect with you. It's so weird though because this was years ago though. Well, no, this was I don't how long has the pixel? Well, and the other weird thing was was I had my fan page, and you know I, you get a fair number of followers on that, but it was by no means the same. And that's where you know an ad would be. But my it was my personal page. It was mm-hmm. my personal, and I don't know if it was just that people, you know, oh, forget the fan, let me get to know her. You know, I, I don't know, but it was, it was definitely much faster on my personal page than it was on my fan page. Oh, it was and, okay. Um, oh yeah, no, it was bizarre land. Like I was really kind of spooked out a little bit because I was like something. Something has happened and I don't know what it is. So I can't, I can't necessarily, you know, rec- yeah. <laughs> reproduce it. Well, it's, it's hard know? now because uh, there's so many mm-hmm. people competing for Facebook ads and yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah. but in the early days, yeah. that's how pe- that's how a lot of these early e-commerce people got going because it was gotcha. really easy because face, there was no competition. So, right. Well, it was, I mean, obviously it was pretty, you know, that shifted my followers dramatically um in that little niche now again i did i did release i you know i did a very i was again yet again very specific and very strategic in what i had released musically and my brand was definitely at another level um so that helped and so all of that you know all of that to say notice i've said each time each time that i saw a big jump in followers was after a strategic thought out move okay and now it might, i can't say that i did not sit down and strategically say i want to have 50 <laughs> friend request a day i didn't mm-hmm. do that but but i knew that if i could just elevate things you know and be strategic about how i did that um and one of the things that i also you know i i had done that whole video and all that but then when i that was just one single and i knew from there okay now i got people's attention i don't have an album so i had to go back in the studio and really 
um, be very serious. And I did, th- during that whole process, I did do lots of status updates, letting people know, doing Facebook, it wasn't Facebook Live then, but posting videos, um, showing when I would be in the studio and that, um, you know, give, giving these little teasers leading up to um, the completion of the project. So I do think that that's really, really, really important is to keep your audience constantly engaged. If you are not posting really, and this is going to feel overwhelming. It is, I promise you, it still does for me. (laughs) It's it's less now because I don't personalize Facebook and social media anymore. I used to personalize it and I don't at at all anymore. Like I I really use it as a tool. Um, But when you're starting off, you're going to feel personal. So when people don't like or people don't be sharing, like you're going to start feeling like something's (laughs) wrong with you, but you got to get past that and start understanding, use it as a tool and as data and as assessment. And, and you can be able to say, okay, well this, this post didn't generate maybe as much interaction as I thought. Um, not because they don't love me anymore. It's it's because there was maybe something I could have done to to push. You know, it could have been the wording, it exactly. could have been the visual, yeah. it could have been all of that. And you you have to get to that point as a as an artist when you're trying to increase your followers, where you see this more as you still see your audience as people who you respect and you want to thank and you want to give your gratitude and you want to be very humble in that space for them even you know, jumping on your team. At the same time, you need to see this as data and as information so that you know how to tweak and change and improve to increase, you know, because musicians have a weird, we're not, we're not Colgate selling toothpaste. Like, I mean, you know, we are, when we're selling, we're selling ourselves. You know what I mean? And that's a very different kind of marketing. It's one thing to post a picture of, you know, some some soap you're selling. It's another thing when you post yourself singing on a stage and nobody responds. That's a very, very different thing. And so, you know, I'm biased. I do think that musicians and artists have some of the hardest things in the world to promote because they always have to be on. And um, but you but if you can get to a space where you recognize how to look at the response and how to use it um, as a way to, to, to leverage, you know, what you're doing to get to increase whatever it is you're trying to increase. It'll help you not personalize it, you know, as as much because it, it can get a little, as you all know, it can get really weird on social right, media, right. you know, um, when you have to post a lot yeah. to get people on board. And um, and, I, and I'll say uh, I'm going to just add a couple things here uh, at, at this, this wrap up. And I got the. Uh, the people mowing the lawn outside. So if you hear that, uh, don't don't worry about it. <laughs> Thursdays are the mow lawn the mow, day. That's the days they mow my lawn yeah, too. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Wow. It must be uh, yeah, nationwide. But uh, <laughs> uh, there, there's a, a list of things that I want you all to, to be aware of um, that you can do and that you can do to really help build your business and to uh, to grow everything. So and then I'm just going to run down this list. And it'll, I know it'll click things. I know we want to jump in and, and talk about it, but uh, we'll, we'll wrap wrap up. I'm gonna and shut we'll, up. And we'll no, no, add, no. Say your list. And we'll, we'll <laughs> add to this. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit further on another podcast. But you can, uh, for musicians, you can go out to jam sessions, um, and and then also get to know your musician community. Go out and, and let people know that you're here. This is for those just getting started. Um, but also sit in on people's shows. You know, once you've gone to jam sessions, they know you. They know how you play. They'll usually call you up and sit on shows. The other thing is for musicians and vocalists, go to open mic nights uh, and go, you know, put your name on a list, sing one song, do whatever you got to do. But while you're up there, call out your website. 
after you perform and have flyers and also maybe an email sign up sheet for people who really like your performance and want to check you out. Um, one cool, one really hip way to let people know what you do and what you're about. Wear a T-shirt with your name, with your brand name on the front and put a QR code on the back on your back of your T-shirt. And the QR code, people can pick, take a picture of it and download a free copy of your CD or a free single, whatever it is. But you're branding yourself. You're walking out with your own T-shirt. So people will respond to that. Um, also offer to sing background for other artists. I know this is probably some some things that that you can recommend, Kenya, because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it really helps to make those artist connections and mm-hmm. uh, singing background for other artists actually promotes you as well. It puts you up on the stage behind that artist and um, yep. Yep. offer and for musicians offer to play behind artists. So um, also mm-hmm. while you're at that gig that you're playing behind another artist, talk to the owner and, or the vent, the venue owner or the programmer and schedule a night mm-hmm. and try to get, mm-hmm. get booked because you can say I'm playing here tonight. Um, you know, I also have my own group. Wouldn't, wouldn't you, uh, like to have this type of numbers <laughs> at, at your at your place again. Right. Um, walk right. around with your promo kits. You know, have have stuff mm-hmm. on you, whether it's in CD, USB, whatever format you need to make it. Just walk around so you can give it to people. Um, create flyers about your shows and about who you are you know, through Vistaprint and post those around college campuses, churches, libraries, and coffee shops. I mean, those are free mm-hmm. spaces. They put bulletin boards for people to post it up for free. So uh mm-hmm. then that's that's all the non-digital i mean what i right. told you right there was all non-digital the digital stuff is post on twitter instagram about your shows you know create a facebook group and have fans come in and offer free stuff for those fans um and you know have them encourage them or have uh what do you call it um uh, competitions for them to share the posts that you put in the group um, you know, giveaways for, for the group, but also have giveaways and raffles generally on your, your fan page as well. And uh, you want to find one to three dedicated fans who will gladly help promote your events through the web and with their friends. And you, like I said, you can give them free tickets and CDs and, and, you know, give, encourage them to become the, get the title of the top brand ambassador. You know, you just get, give these things mm-hmm. to encourage people to, to support you. And that's uh, that's pretty much it. That's the list. I just want to make sure I got the list out for those of you all want to rewind this podcast back and try to get ideas <laughs> to, right. to grow your, your yeah. fan base. Yep, every single one of them are really good. And and I just jotted down two quick notes. Um, when you are at shows and you are performing, please throughout your set, you should be calling out your social media yes. handles. Throughout your set, you should be talking about the fact that you have a CD. Throughout your set, you should be saying, I have an email list in the back, sign up. You can even take a moment. I I now, I get real brave now. I say, here, take some pictures, guys, and then hashtag Kenya MJ Music. Post, please. Follow me now. Go to, get on your phones right now. Go to Instagram and follow at Kenya MJ Music, and I'll follow you back. I do that pretty much Mm -hmm. standard every show. Um, now you got to be creative in that. You don't, you know, people didn't come here to just listen to you talk about getting <laughs> off to, to follow them. So you got to kind of be, you know, you got to be methodical about that. But I, I do think that artists must do that and don't just save it till the very end of your last song. Right. 
Um, a lot of people do that. They save it for their very last and of your last song. If you're only doing two songs, fine. But if you're doing a whole set or a couple of sets, at least every set, you should be mentioning that out loud because these are the people who are actually listening to you right, right now. You know, they're digging you in right now. You're feeding them the Kool-Aid right now. So you don't have to, you know, you're selling yourself at that point. So I wanted to add that. And um, what was my other thing I'm trying to read? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you mentioned kind of this, any kind of times you can do some free um, downloads, you know, on your um, email list when you're sending like a, a blog, you know, if it's a holiday and I mean any holiday, it could be <laughs> it could be sibling day. Well, come and celebrate sibling day and get a right, free download right. today, you know, um, just to kind of keep people in the, the, the key to remember keep people engaged and you know people there's been studies done that people need almost seven times seven times of being knocked on the head about something you're doing before they actually start the engagement so if you're only doing it once you know every few months well it might take about three years right before that person starts clicking into you it needs it's going to feel overwhelming on your side it's going to feel like oh my god i am suffocating them they are tired of me i promise you if they are they'll unsubscribe from your list they'll whatever and that's good you want that you want i when i see unsubscribers that kind of helps me out because then i know that okay good that's not my target audience you know (laughs) (laughs) right right but but what's cool is to see wow, but that was only one person out of the thousand that I just said, you know, that, you know, so that means a lot of people still are are wanting to kind of tune in, even when they can't necessarily, even when it may look yeah. like they're not. Um, There's close so to yeah, 7 billion people on this things. planet. And all you're looking <laughs> for <laughs> is close to 10,000 or 100,000 people to be dedicated fans of yours. And just like the thousand fan plan, if you got a thousand fans giving you $10 a year, that's $10,000. And that's a really good yep. supplemental income. Um, if you had a hundred thousand right. fans giving you 10,000 a year, well, you can do the math. So that's, you're a millionaire. So, <laughs> you know, just, right. just keep, just right. keep growing your, your list and keep building and it'll, it'll eventually happen and you can just live off of your music. So, you know, it's doable. Yeah, it takes time, though, and it, it takes nurturing, and it takes you, and this is what we're going to do, hopefully, in a very soon podcast, is knowing your worth. Because if you don't think you're right. worth this, you're not, this isn't going right. to happen. And that's as blunt as I can get. Because you can't be waiting for other people to think you're more worthy than you think you're worthy. Um, you have to have a, a moment where you believe in what you're doing and believe in yourself because it's very hard to, to get people on board when, because that people can see that people can see that. Um, and people can feel that they may not be able to say it, but they can feel it. And so they don't connect. Yep. They respond to your energy. Yep. Yep. So just that'd be podcast number 28 or whatever, (laughs) but we, (laughs) but that's a really, and I, I really am passionate about that because coaching artists, that's probably the biggest thing I see as an obstacle, not their talent. Talent is right, not the right, issue right. usually. Not, not at all. Not at wow. all. Wow. So. Well, this has been great. I right. think uh, and I'm, I'm going to go back. I have my, my list here that I just came up with uh, last night. And, yeah, I'm going to go back and check my business. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's, this is what's so fantastic about this podcast. It's like teaching because, you you know, when you teach and people, students ask you questions, you're like, huh. 
oh, let me go back and research that. Well, there's actually a quote. Uh, yeah. I think Joseph uh, Jobert, I think it was, I had it on my Facebook mm-hmm. page a while ago. It says teaching is learning twice. Absolutely. So absolutely. And that's what this is like. This is, you know, William gives me ideas every time we talk. I'm like, oh, I need to go back. And, and vice versa. So so we, so we, it's all building. Yeah. So great, great. Wonderful. So we will see you all on the next podcast. We're coming up to podcast 20. And uh, mm, getting close. Yeah. Getting close. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. I can't wait. All right. You guys take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbizbiz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.